Welcome to the Travel Like a Boss podcast, the radio show all about traveling like a boss by being your own boss. Stay tuned for weekly interviews featuring guests that have built their own online businesses. If you would like to have access to our entire back catalog, visit travellikeabosspodcast.com for instant access. And here's your host, Johnny FD. Hey guys, Johnny here with another podcast, and today we have a very, two very special guests. We have Dr. Alexis Shields from drshieldsnd.com and Dr. Shannon Weeks from drshannonweeks.com. And they're both certified medical doctors uh, who moved out here to Thailand, uh, and they're, they started an online business. They do Skype consultations, uh, lab tests you know, online, and... We're going to talk to them about how they basically gave up practice, sold their practices, moved out, uh, and, and been living abroad while making money online. The second part of this is I really wanted to ask them and pick their brains about what things that I can do to prove my own health. Now that I'm an entrepreneur and I don't have medical insurance, uh, I don't have anyone you know, just really regularly breathing down my neck saying, hey, it's time for you to go to the dentist, it's time for you to get a health, a health checkup. So if you guys out, you know, that used to work at Google that are just used to having a van pull up and say, hey, you know, come do your tests. Now that you guys are working online or traveling, take advantage of the low cost medical care all around the world, especially here in Thailand, and take advantage of great services like Alexis and Shannon offer. So uh, without further ado, let's check out this week's podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to another podcast. I'm here today with two very special guests that I met here in Chiang Mai, Thailand. And what's really cool is they're both working online, making money while traveling and living abroad, but they both happen to be doctors. So today we have Dr. Alexis Shields and Dr. Shannon Weeks. How are you guys doing? Good. We're doing great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, well, really glad you guys are on the show. Uh, so the reason why I actually really wanted to interview you guys is because for really two parts. So the, the first part is I really, really want to hear what your story is about how you went through med school and decided that instead of working at a tr- traditional hospital, uh, doing the traditional, you know, I mean, paying, paying off those student loans, which I'm sure is a lot, you actually decided, hey, let me basically quit my practice and move abroad. Um, I mean, how many school years of med school did you guys both go to? Well, it was four years of med school and then Two years of pre-med for me, and she her undergrad was pre-med, so, yeah, so six to eight years for both of us. Four years of undergrad, and then four years of medical school. Yeah. So that's a, that's a lot of time uh, dedicated to, to practice, uh, but you guys figure out a way to still work as doctors while living abroad. Um, but what made you guys decide to move and come out here to Thailand? Well, originally, we were going to come out and help a friend of ours set up uh, a holistic study schools here that we both... Uh, teach at the Costa Rican School of Massage Therapy every year. We go down and teach a couple science classes down there. And my friend who had started that school was going to open a branch here in Chiang Mai. And that's kind of what actually got us started thinking about, oh, you know, that would be really fun to come do that for a year and uh, help them set up the school. And uh, maybe uh, we were going to have a little change. We wanted to move to the coast. And we figured, well, if we're moving to the other coast, maybe that would be a perfect time to come in between practices and so that that's originally what got us thinking about coming to Chiang Mai. Okay, that's awesome. And I mean 
what I really like about this is you guys basically have a, a service uh, business. And so to the people listening out there, uh, if you're an accountant, if you're a graphic designer, or even if you're a doctor, you can take your service abroad and make money uh, through basically through the internet. So it's, it's having an online business, and but nothing to do with programming or computers or even e-commerce, which is what most people think of an online business as. Uh, so Alexis, what are, what are some ways that you guys are actually making money while traveling? So a lot of what we do um, can actually be done easily online because we do health consultations. Um, basically, well, first of all, we're naturopathic doctors. So the way that we approach health is a little bit different than traditional medicine and that we're looking at someone's complete health picture. So a lot of what we do can easily be talked over Skype. Um, we go through about the first visit would be like an hour consultation learning about their health history and then we go over someone's lifestyle and their diet and their labs and um, a, you know a whole intake just like you would do if someone was face to face with you but now with the internet it makes it easy to just do that online so we're doing consults online just like we would do in Portland which is where we were from um, and we can do it with people all over the world if anything, they actually get a lot more time with you through Skype than they normally would at a hospital. Oh, far more. Yeah, far more, it's, yeah. it's typical to spend 30 minutes to an hour with somebody face-to-face, -face, uh, you know, talking to them, going through their questions. And not only that, a lot of the labs that we ordered when we were in private practice, we ordered them online. And we can be anywhere and do that. So we can still order someone's blood tests, if they're in America anyway, and get that information to us and go, you know, and have the same type of information we'd have in our office in Portland but here in Chiang Mai. Yeah, and now they can you know, talk to you face-to-face -face from the comfort of their own home over Skype, and you can actually spend time with them you know, going over thing, everything in detail instead of right. having five minutes to you know, rush in and out, write them, a, you know, write them a prescription and say, okay, be on your way, come back in six months. That's right. Um, and actually, before today, I really didn't know what a naturopathic doctor was, and I was very, very impressed that you guys actually help people prevent illnesses and not just treat symptoms. So we're training four-year medical schools as primary care physicians. So we can do everything that a primary care doctor can do. We can write prescriptions, pharmaceutical prescriptions, order labs. But what our primary goal is, is to help people reduce the need for medications. So instead of, if someone comes in, for example, with migraine headaches, I'm not going to just give them a drug or a supplement to take the headache away. I'm going to try to figure out what in their life is contributing and causing that problem so that, when, so that they can basically take that symptom away permanently rather than just cover it up with a drug. So our approach to things is a little bit more hands-on and personal, um, and really we get to spend a lot of time getting to know people, and that's one of the great things about Skype is that we can get to know people from all over the place um, and really well. The biggest problem with so much of, of today's medicine is, is a time factor. When someone comes into the doctor and they're, uh, let's say they're a 50 year old person and they have, uh, maybe they're pre-diabetic, they have heart condition, they have a, a whole bunch of stuff going on and, they, and they're presenting with some a symptom, 
it, it takes a while to actually get to know what's going on in that. In a typical doctor's office, 10 to 12 minutes, you just don't have time to figure out what the cause is. But you, you can figure out, well, these are your numbers, so I can give you a pill to bring those numbers down. But that doesn't treat what's going on. And there's really no way you could do that in 10 minutes. It, these people, many people have long, complicated histories. And you need to take the time to hear. And if you spend enough time with them, they'll tell you exactly what it is that was that's going on. And, you can, and it's much easier to treat them that way. Yeah, that's amazing. And so the two things that I really wanted to talk about today was, first, I want to ask you guys more about the lifestyle of being out here uh, versus you know working in a, at a let's say a normal hospital back home. And then after that, I actually want to ask you guys some tips for entrepreneurs that are listening to this, what they can do about their own health. Because when you're working in your own business, and a lot of people don't have health insurance anymore, or they're living in places like Thailand or living abroad, maybe you know their health kind of just goes down down the window where they don't really think about it because there's no there's no set schedule so let's start with the actual lifestyle so i met the two of you doing muay thai that's right you know <laughs> that's right my Which third is, day of muay thai <laughs> yeah. which is a really random thing and yeah yeah very random uh i actually have been training muay thai for a while and i i was in portland training at a school at a where we met was team quest and I was training at Team Quest there, and one of the uh, one of the instructors from my instructor there moved to Chiang Mai to be the MMA instructor instru instructor here, which is how we kind of went to that school out of all the Muay Thai schools because I knew uh, you know uh, we had a friend there, and that's just kind of and, and Alexis had never done this, and of course it's like she's come for a fantastic workout, so that's one of my favorite things about moving here was the so, workouts. Alexis, what do you feel about uh, how do you feel about doing Muay Thai so far? It's the best workout I've ever had. Um, one of my things with coming to Thailand is I wanted to do a lot of things that I've always said, oh, it'd be really nice if someday I could do this. And one of those things is get in the best shape of my life. And I think doing Muay Thai can definitely accomplish that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so the, the, I, I know a couple of doctors back home and none of them are actually in shape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, it, it, to me, it's almost ridiculous that you know, the one person in my life, you know, that is supposed to be my role model for health is, you know, like one is really out of, you know, really overweight. Uh, she's almost obese. Um, and the other one, he doesn't look healthy, you yeah. know, and I know part of it's the stress, but as a doctor, shouldn't they know better? They should know better, but the current medical system studies disease. Uh, they don't study health. And so they can uh, they can treat the disease. If you come in with a with a diagnosis or if you need a surgery, they're the best at that. But they don't take the. It takes a, just as many years to study health as it does to study disease. And and that's that's there. That's not where their background is. And so you would think that the doctor would know a lot about diet, but the truth is they don't get that education at all unless they take it upon themselves to do so. For with us, so much of what we tell our patients to do is. So many of the problems are really caused by what they're eating. A huge amount of issues. Uh, most of the company, a lot of sugar, a lot of wheat, dairy, these kinds of things. And if uh, I have found that if I am not doing the diet that I prescribe, they won't do it. Now they don't have to. You know, they don't ask me what do you eat. But somehow, uh, by me doing it, when I tell them to do it, that it, it you get a, a larger compliance. You have to walk the walk. There's some unsaid yeah. sense about that. I think it was sense, and I, and I really respect it as well. Because if the doctor told you know, was out of shape and he told me you know to go on a certain diet, I would even though I trust him because he's if it's so good, why aren't you doing exactly it? Exactly, right? <laughs> right. Um, right. So. I've been, I've been trying to follow the paleo diet for a few years now. I first read about it a few years ago, 
never really got into it until really the beginning of this year. So about seven or eight months ago, I decided one day, I said, you know what? I'm sick of this yo-yoing up and down. Let me just actually dedicate to it. You know, for the past maybe year or two, I was 80% paleo, which sounded like it was good, but in retrospect, that means I wasn't paleo. The 20% was sabotaging a lot of the things, all the benefits. Yeah, yeah exactly. And ever since then, I've gotten in the best shape of my life. I've had a lot more lean muscle, but more importantly than that, not just looking good, I feel really good. I have so much energy. I mean, right now it's, you know, 9 p.m. and that full day, I, you know, I, I helped a friend build a website. I managed my own business. Just went a two hour workout. Yeah, we did a two hour more time workout, four rounds of sparring. And we actually just got back from a insane buffet. Yes. And normally half an hour to hour after a buffet, we'd want to take a nap. I mean, we'd be so tired. That's right, you'd be wiped out. I mean, and here's the other part of, uh, about the benefit of living in Chiang Mai is we just ate dinner at a four-star hotel. Easy. Yeah. I mean, prime rib, New Zealand lamb, uh, salad, freshest salad buffet I've seen since I've been here. I mean, it was a huge, uh, what did they, what's it? They had salmon, they had roasted pork. They, I mean, it was incredible. And uh, Dr. Shannon here, I mean, Dr. Alexis, sorry, uh, had indulged a little bit of the dessert. That's when my brain is totally foggy right now. <laughs> <laughs> you should have told me before the desserts that we were going to be doing this. Yeah, I, I kind of sprung this on them. But um, yeah, so the reason why, I mean, I could eat, I mean, I ate, I literally ate two servings of prime rib, one serving of New Zealand lamb, uh, one serving of baked salmon and one serving of, well, actually maybe three servings of some of the best roast pork. That I've roast ever pork had. was amazing. Incredible. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and not to mention all the vegetables, vegetables yeah. soaked in butter That's that right. I ate. Um, and I feel great. And I somehow, you know, I'm I'm losing weight. I'm, I'm gaining lean muscle from this diet. Yeah, and it's really quite simple. It uh, it really comes down to insulin. When you eat fat and protein and vegetables, your blood sugar stays the same. So after that huge meal, you might have a little increase in insulin, but you don't have this big boost that would have come even if you'd eaten, say, one cup of rice or a serving of pasta. And when your insulin spikes like that, it stores those excess calories as fat. And this is why so many people have a hard time losing weight with their doctor's advice, which is, you know, eat whole grains, eat low fat. Dairy. Eat dairy, all these things that really mess up with your insulin. Paleo diet, years ago, uh, when I first went to a, a doctor who told me I shouldn't eat, you know, any grains or dairy or sugar, this was 16 years ago, and there was no paleo going on then, but it was the Dr. Tim diet. And it was the same diet that his doctor had told him, and he'd been telling his patients that for 50 years. So, it, it, you know, now now it's become this big paleo thing, and it's, it's the single best uh, trend that I've seen out there because people's arthritis goes away, their brain fog goes away, there's, there's heart ver- disease, heart cholesterol, disease, cholesterol blood pressure drops. There is not, and this is why it, when, in our practices I start with the diet because they come in and they have a list of you know 100 symptoms. I put them on this diet, two weeks later they come back, now they've got maybe 15 systems, 10 systems, you know, five, four. Now I know, okay, this really is what your problem is. Not all this other stuff, it was strictly diet related. And if they don't clean up their diet, I usually, uh, you know, if they're not willing to do the diet, it's I usually send them to someone else. Well, you know? what I really like about having the two of you on this podcast is you guys are both certified medical doctors. You know, you guys aren't just you know some CrossFit gym coach saying, "Hey, you, you should eat this because of this reason." Um, 
And right. we have the blood test to prove it. If I have before and afters that shows what happens, someone comes in, I can see what their blood tests are, they're in terrible health. Two months later, three months later, we'll do the blood test again, and it's like, okay, this is, now you can see it. It's black and white, and after a few thousand patients, you see that it's, this is, it's, it's, not, uh, it's not theory, it's clinical, it's clinical experience, it's clinical uh, results. Yeah, that's amazing, and actually speaking of blood tests, uh, I'm planning on doing some full blood tests uh, and a general health checkup. Um, I've been eating paleo diet, been working out regularly, been getting trying to get sun, uh, keeping my stress low, getting good sleep every night. And really, this wasn't really that possible when I was living back in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. When I was there, I was very stressed. I mean, you know, I had just my rent alone was twelve thousand dollars. I got twelve thousand, twelve hundred dollars, uh, and that took up a huge chunk of my my paycheck. Uh, and then paying a couple hundred dollars on gas every month, uh, all the just day-to-day expenses really added up. So I was you know, working a lot, even though I was making a ton of money, I didn't really get any of the benefit of it, except for maybe going on the weekends and you know, go to a nice nightclub, having nice clothes, driving a fancy car. Now that I'm here, it seems like I have almost no stress. How do you guys feel about that? Well, I, you know, Alexis should talk. I've had, uh, I grew up in Southeast Asia, so I kind of knew what to expect from Thailand. I was very excited to come here, but Alexis had never been to Thailand. I think was a little bit stressed about like, oh gosh, I don't know if we can do a year. And then, well, you, yeah, you I think I, I started out saying, okay, I can do three months. I can do three months anywhere. And then it kind of went up to six months. And then when I got here, I started thinking after that first week, I don't know how I'm going to leave because it's, it is. The stress is so low and the quality of life is so great. It's so easy to be healthy here. You get sun, the food's fresh. Um, it's just, I mean, it's a really healthy place and you can tell just by looking at the people because the people look very healthy and young and vibrant. And We're living on a fraction of the income that we lived on in Portland, where we're from, uh, but we we live in a luxury condo that has maid service we, and laundry service. We eat out we three, three or meals a day. four meals. <laughs> we eat out. We eat out. We have not. I used. I was a huge cook at home, and part of that was, in, you know, it's expensive to go out in the states. We have yet to cook a meal because we can go out and have an incredible, both of us, an incredible meal for a total of maybe three dollars. Yeah. Well, I mean, so for tonight we had. I mean, this is a tonight's dinner wasn't a normal Thai dinner. It was the most I've spent in Thailand. Period. Most by far on a meal and it came out to $17 yeah. for an amazing amount of food. I mean, and you know, out back at home, that would just be a normal dinner anywhere. I mean, yeah. that was including tax and tip. Yeah. $17 per person. Yeah. You would easily spend even at Denny's or IHOP. No, yeah, and this is a, yeah, at a very fine hotel where it was clearly, you know, this was not a normal meal that we have in Thailand and it was fantastic. It's the most we spent since we've been here and even then it was a fraction of what we'd spent on breakfast. And it's probably the only place that I've ever been where instead of bringing you mints with your check, what do they, what do they bring us, Alexis? A dry ice um, chocolate bon dipped bonbon. Bon bon. <laughs> <laughs> it was smoking with dry ice. It yeah, was amazing. It was awesome. Um, so overall, stress is, is lower here. You know, people, I get better quality of sleep. Um, I get more sun because we're in Thailand uh, and it's really easy to eat healthy out here. So easy. So just those four things, would that improve my health more than the average American? Oh yeah, stress is probably one of the biggest, the single biggest cause of poor health. 
And when you remove different stressors from your environment, whether it's the food that you're eating, the air you're breathing, whether you're not exercising, all of you know, if you have work stress, when you remove all of those stressors, your whole your body knows what to do. It knows how to heal, and so your health will improve. What about sitting in traffic for 45 minutes a day back home? Is that good for you? <laughs> yeah. There's none of that here. <laughs> we don't. We, we got little scooters, so there's no no sitting. I mean, that that that's probably the biggest stress we have here is, is you know getting from point A to point B on our scooter without getting run over. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's a, it, it's it be kind of fun. It is. It is. It's become kind of fun. It's true. And you never have to look for parking. <laughs> never have to worry about parking. Gas is no. uh, you know I don't. It's know, almost like, free. I mean, it's I get I don't know maybe 60 or 70 miles the gallon in my. A little, I don't know. Yeah, well, I spend exactly three dollars and thirty-three cents per week on gas here. Yeah, I go, I, I, I go hundred baht. Yeah, hundred baht, hundred twenty yeah. baht. I think it was. That's right. Yes, That's so, right. So, yeah, so I'm gonna let myself settle in. I just came back from the U.S. Uh, a few days ago, actually, and while I was there, I was traveling a lot. I went to Toronto, Canada. Went to New York for a wedding. To Orange County, Orange County for another wedding. Uh, down up to San Francisco, back and forth, and I was eating, you know, a lot of. American food. I tried, you know, I really 99% was still on my diet, but there was a couple things that I really wanted to eat before I came back to Thailand. Uh, so it was my first Such time. Such as? I, so the first time I had pizza, pizza. in um, <laughs> probably at least seven months now. Oh, yeah. So I know that the, you know, the wheat from it did mess me up for a few days. Wheat and dairy, yeah. Yeah. So what I'm going to allow myself to do is give myself a few weeks here in Thailand uh, on on my normal diet, on my normal schedule, to kind of baseline again, and yeah. then I'm gonna go and get some some tests done yeah. uh, because medical care here is really really cheap. Incredibly cheap. I just had a inc- uh, whole bunch of dental work done. I had a filling replaced, uh, X-rays, and my teeth cleaned cleaned by the doctor, not by an assistant. And the whole, uh, I spent a total of a hundred dollars. Yeah, that, that's incredible. Um, I actually just went to the dentist the other day as well, and I had. At first, I just walked in. I didn't have an appointment. And I walked in. Uh, Dennis saw me right away. And he, I got, you know, a, a oral examination. I got x-rays done. And I got a cavity filled with uh, resin. Uh, and my total bill was $52 US. Yeah. Wow. And that's, you know, without insurance. Um, and the dentist had, I don't know if this is normal, because I actually haven't been to the dentist in a long time, but he had two or three assistants. Yes. Yeah, he had uh, two assistants with me as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, which is awesome. Nice. Um, spoke great English. Fantastic. And, yeah. I mean, so the medical checkups, I, I haven't scheduled it yet. I'm probably going to go in a few weeks. But I had a friend, Kurt, from New Zealand, who, who got, he asked, basically asked for everything. He said, you know, give me whatever test you have. And I think his total was about $150 US. Yeah, that's incredible. Which is really good. But so I'm curious uh, to both of you, what are some things that I should get get done, some, some tests I should get done so I know what my overall health is? So the way that we look at lab tests is also a little bit different um, than the conventional medical community. And we're looking for different health correlations from those tests and, and catching, um, d- catching things early with a health test, with a lab test. So what you want to get, kind of just for your general checkup, is a CBC, or it's a complete blood count, and that tells us about your white blood cells, so your immune system, and your red blood cells, your iron levels in your body. Um, you also want to test your comprehensive metabolic, which tells about your liver and your kidney health, your electrolytes in your body, also your vitamin D status. Even if you're in a place that's very sunny, it's a good idea to get it checked because a lot of people still have low vitamin D even in sunny climates. 
Um, you also want to get your cholesterol checked. One really good new test that came out is called the VAP, V-A-P test, um, and that's a really good comprehensive cardiovascular risk factor test. Um, what else am I missing? Uh, the, the, the biggest test that people miss is they'll get a cholesterol test and they'll get their overall cholesterol and they'll break down the two HDL and LDL. That's not enough information. You want to break down those particles so you know exactly what those are made of because not all what they call the bad cholesterol LDL is the same. And so you can actually get a breakdown of those particles. And when you have that, you get a good, inf good idea of what's going on. I also recommend uh, in your CBC, they'll give you your blood glucose, which is what your blood sugar was that morning. But you want your hemoglobin A1C, and that is a measure of your long-term blood sugar. And it's, it's a percentage, and it'll give you an average of like, okay, if my hemoglobin A1C is this, that means I have an average blood sugar of 100 or 90. Uh, knowing that number uh, will also tell you indirectly how well how high your insulin is throughout the day. And so, if you have a you want a hemoglobin A1C of five uh, or four point nine, four point eight in that range. Okay. So, all this I'm sure to both of you as both of you doctors makes complete sense. But to me, it makes absolutely no sense. And to a lot of people listening, they're probably wondering the same thing. So, uh, let's say someone's here, uh, they're traveling as well. They can go to the hospital and just kind of have a list. Um, of the test they should have, mm -hmm. do you, would you guys be able to Skype with them and just kind of go over exactly what the results are and what it means in, in you know, normal layman terms? Yeah, I actually do lab consults where I'll plug in the numbers from their lab tests and explain exactly what they mean and what all the correlations are and what things they need to prevent for future. Um, that's definitely kind of a naturopathic specialty. So after you get your lab test done, we do a consult online um, via Skype, and I and I give you a, a handout that has all your labs and what they mean and what all the correlations are. Yeah, you, the ability to read a blood test uh, is a very specific kind of skill, and when you can when you've seen thousands of them, you start to see patterns. That although you might see in the level, say, oh, this is normal. But when you see the whole pattern, you can actually see, ah, oh, this is actually showing us a process that's going on that maybe needs addressing or, or something going on in, in your health that wouldn't show up until you were actually sick. And that might be years later. But you can see quite a lot in a blood test. Okay. You know what? I'm definitely going to use your service on that. Um, after the, Even right after this podcast, I'm going to have you guys make a list for me of which tests uh, I should I should bring to the lab, and uh, I can get it done really cheaply here at the clinic. But yes. I'm sure the doctor here, you know, even though they have good English, even though you know, I'm sure they'll sit down and talk to me about it. I'm sure they're not going to go as deep into it as I would like. That's right. Uh, so then I can I can give you guys that, those tests, and I can I mean for you guys listening uh, in Chiang Mai, they're they're local. Um, I'll give you guys their contact information at the end of the podcast. But also, uh, if you guys are basically anywhere in the world, you can contact them and do a, a one hour Skype consult and they can you know, really kind of just hold your hand through it right. instead of your normal doctor who would just kind of rush you off because they're, they're busy. Yeah, they would only look at things that were out of, it would have to be like, oh, you have a high whatever it is. If they're, if, if, but if everything is falling within the lab ranges, which are super, super wide, then they would just say, oh, you're fine, you're on your way. Yeah, you can actually have a completely normal looking blood test and the doctors say, okay, great, you have a clean bill of health and then come to us and we would say, you know what, you're on your way towards diabetes and cardiovascular disease. So that's that different. So I'm, I'm personally really, really excited to get all my numbers back because my diet this last seven months have been probably more than 50% fat, yeah. you know? <laughs> and everyone, 
thinks I'm crazy. They see me eat, you know, and they'll see me, you know, eating whole eggs, mm -hmm. tons of them, like four yeah. four whole eggs sure. cooked in butter yeah. with bacon. I'll have, you know, coconut. I'll have avocado. I'll have all these, you know, pure fat foods. Yeah. And they, they look at me like I'm insane yeah. that I'm going to kill myself. That's a sure way to lower your cholesterol. <laughs> you want to lower your cholesterol? <laughs> eat a stick of butter and a dozen eggs a day and don't eat any sugar or starch. And your cholesterol, when I say lower, it'll come, it, what I mean is normalize. You'll have a normal, healthy cholesterol picture. People who have cholesterols that are 290, 300 that are quite ill, go on a low-fat diet, their cholesterol goes up. It gets worse. You know, so I have friends who, who see me eat this way. And I think what finally shut them up was they saw me after, I think I was traveling for six months and so they didn't see me for a while. I came back and not only was I so much more energetic and I, I was just overall more healthy, I was in the best shape of my life. I was lean, I was strong. Yeah. Uh, when we went hiking, I was the one, I, I, I was carrying a full conversation while running up the, the hill and they were dying. Yeah. Um, and now that I'm gonna have these lab tests to prove that my health is improved, yeah. that's really gonna you know, basically shut them up and hopefully encourage them to get on that same diet. Yeah, you would. I've been eating this way for 16 years. I eat a lot of fat, I eat a lot of protein, I eat a ton of vegetables as well. It's just the key is not eating the starches and not eating the, the sugars and so your insulin level stays the same. I've been the same weight for, well, since I was 18 and I'm 45 now. <laughs> so it hasn't, you know, if you stay on those, uh, if you if you stay on that diet, your health will never have a chance to, to dip into what happens when people get reach 40, 45, and say, oh, you're getting all that's why you're getting fat. Well, no, it's just that now it's caught up to you. Now you're you're continuing to eat those sugars, those starches, and uh, not enough fat in your diet to help balance out all that. Fat is your friend. Good fat is your Good friend. Fat. Good fat. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, the, so the fat I eat is uh, grass-fed butter. Excellent. Which is actually really easy to find out in Thailand, surprisingly. There's a brand called Anchor, which is made from New Zealand. Uh, yeah, it's, it's from New Zealand where they have nothing but grass. That's and, right. Mm -hmm. uh, and back home, I use Kerrygold, which I get at Trader Joe's. Yeah. And it, it tastes good. Fantastic, yeah. I mean, here's the thing is, like, it tastes so good, and it's good for you. It's good for you. Yeah. It, it really just boggles my mind. I mean, it almost makes me angry that for 20 years, oh, yeah. I, I didn't eat any of it, I know, because... You think it was caused a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and what causes the heart attacks is when people started eating 6 to 11 servings of grains a day. And, and, Even though that's recommended yeah. as, part of, as part of the food pyramid. Yeah. Fortunately, they've gotten rid of that, but that's still, that's still you'll find, you'll find cardiologists telling people don't, don't eat any fat and eat your six to 12 servings of grains, which means your insulin will spike up and that will cause heart disease and diabetes and all those other things. So I'm, I'm really glad that, you know, doctors nowadays are, I'm sure, I'm sure not all of them, but at least there's two of you guys now who, <laughs> there's a small group of us, <laughs> you know, who are actually, you know, doing this research and not just listening to whatever the the lobbyists or the you know the yeah. Mount Santo has been telling you you know telling people to, to, to teach physiology doesn't change you know over the uh, human physiology today is the same as it was a hundred years ago if fat caused all this heart disease how did our ancestors ever get here how did the American Indian not all die off from heart disease when you know during the winter, a large part, most of their diet was just pure meat and fat. It's just, it doesn't make, it, it, it belies common sense, but... Um, the biggest test is just do it and see how you feel. I mean, you can't deny the way that you feel when your energy goes up and your sleep is great and your lab tests all normalize and, you know, you feel younger than you did before you started changing your diet, so... 
Okay. So, are there, like, let's say somebody wants to get started eating this way. Um, what are some resources that you can, you can point them to, to that, that you trust that, that would be good diet advice? Well, we both have blogs that will have a lot of information upcoming, especially on both on those topics. Um, my blog is Dr. Dr. Shields, S-H-I-E-L-D-S-N-D, like naturopathicdoctor.com. And yours? I'm drshannonweeks.com, and uh, I've got a whole series of videos on blood sugar and uh, talk a lot about diet. On the larger scale, uh, Mark Sisson is a well-known paleo guy, and his stuff is right on. Uh, the Weston Price Foundation has fantastic information, especially on fats. Um, Dr. Mercola has some really good information. He's got a vast amount of information online, but he has some really good, he interviews very good people. Dr. Mercola, which is uh, M-E-R-C-O-L-A, he's probably the largest uh, source of holistic uh, uh, information on the web. And, and, and his, he's a medical doctor. He, he, yeah, he's a medical doctor, and um, you, you can find any, you just Google any topic in that in his website, and you'll find if you're interested in cholesterol, if you're interested in, in diet stuff, it, it's there. I'm really glad that we have both your websites and resources, but also these other doctors and their books that you recommended. Uh, for me, I, you know, I, I read Primal Blueprint by Marxist and I really enjoyed that. Uh, I also read uh, The Paleo Solution by Rob Wolf, great, which I enjoyed as well. Um, and and those diets, I it made a lot of sense to me, uh, and but they were actually very hard for me to stick to. And it wasn't until I read the uh, the Bulletproof. Executive, executive, yeah. yeah. That's so right. big shout out to Dave Asprey out there. Yeah. Uh, you're the reason why I was able, actually able to stick to this diet. And I think what it mainly was, was on paleo, I had gotten rid of all the all the carbs, but I didn't really replace it with anything. Uh-huh. I was Maybe I was replacing it with more protein, more meat, but I, w- I, I would get these sugar cravings. Yeah. I would uh, be in a really bad mood all the time. I just didn't feel right. And it wasn't until uh, Dave Asprey, Bulletproof Executive, recommended to start eating a lot more fat, to add a lot of grass-fed butter to my diet, to add uh, coconut oil, uh, something called MCT oil, and avocado, that it maybe never, ever have any cravings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The the biggest piece of advice I give people diet-wise is to replace your starches with vegetables. If you normally have, let's say, some chicken, and then you would have a little salad, and then you would have, in America, whether potatoes, rice, pasta, replace that serving with another serving of vegetables, and that alone is one of the hugest things you can do for your health. Those, those symptoms that you were feeling, those that that's typical when someone first starts a paleo diet because they're removing sugar, and sugar acts more like a drug than a food, and they get all the same withdrawal symptoms. They get cranky, they don't sleep well, some people will break out sweating, they're just, and it's like, I don't feel better, this is a terrible diet. (laughs) Give it a couple weeks, sometimes seven days, sometimes ten days, and then all of a sudden there's this curtain that's lifted, okay, you've gotten out of the withdrawal phase, and now you can actually start burning fat for fuel and and thinking clear-headedly. Yeah, and, and that's awesome to hear. I mean, hopefully I'll never have to go through that again. I don't plan on uh, ever going back to the traditional standard American diet, uh, which is actually great because I don't feel like I'm on a diet. I feel like this is just the way, the way I eat now. How to, how to eat healthy, yeah. And I, I really don't get any cravings because, I mean, I'm eating great, amazing food. I had prime rib. I had, you know, all this great stuff that, you know, vegetables cooked in butter. That's right. And how can I not be sustained on that? I mean, how can I not be satisfied on that? Yeah, no, it's, it, it really is. Again, it's not a diet because diet implies like, oh, at some point it ends. It's really just how to eat healthy for the just rest of your lifestyle. life. lifestyle. Yeah. There's two books that I highly recommend out there along with those. One is called Wheat Belly, which is by a cardiologist. 
and the other is called Primal Body, Primal Mind, which is not just about paleo, but it's a, it goes into all different aspects of life. Primal Body, Primal Mind, and Wheat Belly are fantastic reads that, that go along with all the things that we, we preach. Well, one of the big things that, that allowed me to eat the way I do now is changing my lifestyle. Um, prior to this, I always had to worry about two things. One is time and money. And I'm sure a lot of people listen to this and you know, probably majority of the world, they're either lacking extra time um, because they're working a lot, even though they might be making a lot of money, or they might be lacking uh, money because they have a lot of free time. Uh, well, ever since I started working online and building a business, that really freed up my lifestyle, and especially living out here in Thailand where I have no responsibilities. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> uh, we were joking around earlier, but Shannon asked me, he's like, are you are you just living? Are you living in a hotel? Yes, <laughs> you are living in a hotel. I are literally living in a hotel. And you know, with that, I mean, I at, at four hundred dollars a month. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous <laughs> cheap, and it's a nice hotel as well. And they come and clean my room once a week. Uh, so they change my sheets, my new towels. You know, and I eat out every single meal. Um, I don't, you know. I basically have no responsibilities every day, so I have nothing but time to, to eat healthy and dedicate to what I feel is important and what's good for my health. Yeah. And as far as uh, what I should be eating, so today for lunch, I went to this local salad bar called The Salad Concept, oh, yeah. which I think you guys would both really yeah, like. Yeah, right down the street, yeah. Yeah, and I ordered you know, the standard salad, but then I had like five add-ons that said, hey, put, on some, put some, uh, some por- uh, beef on there, which I believe is grass-fed because it's local, mm-hmm. local beef. Um, double avocado and bacon and normally I think even eight months ago when I was here in Chiang Mai before I really started making money through my business online I would you know, ask myself like oh do I really want to spend the extra two dollars on the avocado right. and even though I knew it was good for me you know and, and what, did I, that, what did that cost you at Salad Concept that whole thing oh the whole thing it was still five or six bucks. It five was, or it was six cheap. dollars. I mean, sure. so <laughs> which is expensive here in Thailand. Yeah, I mean, you know, because the normal Thai meal here you can get for one dollar. Yeah, we have our, our typical breakfast. We, we we go to breakfast every morning. Right, we we take a language class from ten to twelve, and so we go out to breakfast at nine. And our typical breakfast has been, they have a stuffed omelet here, which is uh, just an omelet that they stuff with uh, pork, uh, and vegetables. pork and vegetables. That costs, and, and we're eating in an expensive touristy part of town, and so it's $2 for that. Uh, near our house, where we uh, typically eat, we'll get, uh, they have their uh, typical northern dish, which is a stir-fried either chicken or pork with uh, with holy basil. And then they like to put fried eggs on things here. You can ask anything to add on an egg. Oh, and so we'll makes have everything that. Everything tastes better. Makes everything taste better. And that costs 30 baht which is a little less than a dollar. And that's that's a typical breakfast for us. So uh, we'll each, well, you might spend, if it, in, our, in this area, you might spend two, $2 and in a more expensive area, for the two of us, we might spend $4. Everything's fresh and cooked. I mean, it's 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 one of my favorite things about being here is just the, the food. Well, so even amazing. when I was back in the US for the last four months, I had decided, I said, you know what? Whatever it costs, you know, extra, I'm, I'm gonna do it if it's, if it's better for my health. Yeah, it's much cheaper to be healthy than to be sick. So if you put those few dollars into, you know, getting organic produce or just getting more vegetables in your diet that are fresh or getting good grass-fed meats, that's going to go a long ways for your health. Because yeah. I think everyone listening to this cheaper knows. than cancer. Yeah, it, okay. <laughs> but a lot of people don't think about that in, in the long term. They think, okay, so right now this month my paycheck is five thousand dollars, but after taxes it's 
you know, three thousand six hundred. And after my rent, you know, it's you know, I have two thousand dollars left, and I I want to save whatever for whatever. And I if I can save some money right now, not eating, you know, you know, not spending five dollars extra on guacamole, not spending five dollars more on per pound for grass fed beef. Maybe I should just save that money, and that was my mentality for a long time. You know, I refused, even though I knew, you know, organic fruits and vegetables was better for me than than standard. Even though I knew grass-fed beef was much better for me than standard ground beef, it's hard. It was hard not to just buy the two ninety-nine a pound yeah. uh, standard ground beef, and instead of spending eight dollars on the grass-fed stuff. Yeah, there's there's no free lunch. You're going to pay for it sometime. It's just a matter of you want to pay for it up front. Uh, to prevent all the all the chronic stuff that inevitably happens to especially most of Americans, you're going to pay for it somewhere. So you save a few dollars eating McDonald's, and then 15, 20 years later, you you know that's a forty thousand dollars, sixty thousand dollars, ninety thousand dollars heart attack or whatever chronic issue that you might have. You pay for it somewhere. So that ninety nine cent McDouble is actually a terrible investment. <laughs> terrible investment. <laughs> that is that will cost over time. That that is what uh, drives up medical costs. Chronic issues and most chronic issues have diet as a component. Okay, you know that that's very very good advice. And I would say my advice to everyone listening to this is: if you know it's good for you, stop telling yourself that you can't afford it or it's it's not worth the extra money. Just admit to yourself: you know what, this is good for me. This probably actually tastes better. Uh, and it's where you put your priority. Yeah, and this you know it's a priority that I want to eat. I want to put the best stuff in my my body as possible. Yeah, and. No, after you promise yourself that, you can just ask yourself, well, how can I afford it? You know, for That's me right. personally, it's I cut down all my expenses on the things I didn't need to spend money on. I right. didn't need to spend money going out. You didn't need the five dollar latte or the twelve dollar martini or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I didn't need to spend money going out drinking every weekend. I didn't need to spend money buying, you know, whatever the the latest, um, you know, fashion is to to try to press one or drive the latest car. I actually decided, you know what, let me simplify my life. Let me move to Thailand and let me, you know, instead of buying all this furniture, I just rent a hotel. Instead of, <laughs> you know, instead of buying the new Mercedes or leasing it, most, I, I would say majority of the people that I know who have a, a nice car, a Porsche or Mercedes or, or Beamer, don't actually own it. They they all lease it. Sure. And they're, that same amount of money that they, you know, that, that they're just kind of throwing away, they can be living yeah. basically wherever they want in the world. Uh, not you know, and free up their time to, you know, to live healthy and enjoy life, enjoy the sun, uh, but also have the disposable income to be able to eat super healthy, especially because it's cheaper here. It's well, one of the things the move for us was quite large because, you know, I lived we lived in a two thousand square foot house, and neither of us are very extravagant people, but we we uh, we sold everything. And just looking at the amount of stuff that we had accumulated, and like I said, we're not... Yeah, you accumulate a lot when you live in a place over eight years, two people. <laughs> yeah, so we ended up, we both sold our practice, and we sold literally everything we owned, came here with a, um, a suitcase uh, of clothes, uh, some medical supplies, and since we've been here, we often comment, he's like, gosh, we, we live in a 500 square foot apartment, which, you know, in, in American standards seems small. When we told the woman whose place we were staying at when we first got here, she says, oh, we, we found an apartment. It's uh, 500 square feet. And she goes, oh, big. <laughs> so it's, it's, all, it's all relative. And then as we're sitting, it was like, why do we, we don't need more than this? I mean, it's a beautiful place. Uh, All the things I thought I was going to miss, I don't. They just complicated my life. And here it's so much simpler. I live better and I'm happier. Yeah, it, it, it's Chiang Mai is uh, 
You really? Yeah, I don't know why we didn't do this sooner. <laughs> I think that's the the big the one thing that people say most is whenever I ask people that I meet out here, uh, you know, was it worth it? What he what he regrets? They all say, hey, I wish I would have done this earlier. And I I know for me, uh, I mean, I went through the normal you know, set routine of life. I went to good college, you know, good university, graduated honors, uh, had a good corporate job, you know, was gonna get married to a girl that. I really, you know, didn't love. I just thought, you know, hey, this is this Part is about of the time. Process, Part of the right? process. <laughs> uh, I was looking to buying a house. Started buying furniture that I didn't need. Buying, you know, just buying stuff. Um, <laughs> and I think, you know, I would. St- I actually went into a cor- uh, a Corvette dealership trying to see if I could I could afford the payments on it. And it was. Uh, I think they wanted eight hundred dollars a month, and I was trying to negotiate to send fifty. Uh, yeah. And because that's what we paid for our scooter. By was the way. it? Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Total. <laughs> Total. And luckily, they wouldn't go down because I would be stuck in, in a yeah. in a payment still for a car that I really didn't need. I mean, the I I'm not even. I'm not even that excited about the latest gadgets anymore because life is exciting out here. I mean, um, part of it, part of it is, is that is and one of the things that I, I was excited about moving here that I think a lot of people they go, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? You don't realize that once you open up your life like that, all of opportunities that you didn't even know existed are going to come into your life just by meeting meeting new people, meeting people who are here doing these other entrepreneurial things. You, you, network, uh, you network out of your normal social group uh, and you're exposed to a whole world of, of, of possibilities. So you, often uh, you, you know, people want to have it all planned out, want to get there, want to do this, want to do this, and it's, it's good to have some plan, but you need to be open enough for all these things to, to, to show up and things like, you don't know what you don't know. And when you move here, all of a sudden, oh my God, look at all these opportunities that have arisen just because just because we're here and, and enjoying these things and meeting other people who are also in that same that same vibe, you know, uh, enjoying what they're doing. Yeah, and that's really why I started this podcast is I wanted to sit down with people like you guys and other people who I meet who are successful, successfully left, you know, left their normal nine to five job back home and saying and said, you know what, let me work from my laptop. <laughs> you know, right. let me work while traveling. Yeah. And, and the, the other thing, part of that is moving here is that we had a lot of different business ideas and, and, and types of, uh, of information that we wanted to get out there. But when you work, you know, when we get home from work, and it's been a long day. I'm not exactly excited to break out my laptop and start working on my project, you know. But I, although it's always in the back of my mind, there's a, there's only so much energy you have in the day. When now that we're here, it's like, gosh, I have nothing but all day to work on these projects that I've been wanting to get going for a while. All right. So to sum it up, it sounds like what what we discussed today was whatever situation you guys you guys listening are in right now, work on your health right now because it's the best investment you're gonna make. Yeah. You know, Change over your diet. Stop putting crap in your body, even yeah. even though it's cheaper right now, because it's not going to be cheap in the long run. Uh, look into the resources that uh, Dr. Shannon and Dr. Alexis mentioned, uh, and I'll put all those books in the show notes as well on the website. And uh, you know, if you can, I mean, and every single person, I, I really believe every single person can. If you feel like your life would benefit by living in a place like Chiang Mai, Thailand, you know, getting you know great great air, having no stress. Whatever business you're in, you could probably do it here in in Thailand and really anywhere in the world. Anywhere I mean, in the, world. the last thing I would have thought, to, you know, I would have thought of was doctors being able to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, there's quite a few of us out there, uh, and many doctors are stuck in their place just because they haven't 
thought to look outside of that. Telemedicine is, is huge. People are looking for real health information out there. And if you're someone who has that, you know, that's worldwide. That's not, the, that's not limited to geography. There's some things that we can't do, like actually put my hands on patients, but the information, uh, you can be anywhere and do that. Well, if, uh, if they come out to Chiang Mai, they, you can. They come out to Chiang Mai, <laughs> yeah. Come out and make an appointment and we'll, we'll fix you up. Uh, really cool. So, once again, uh, so Dr. Alexis Shields' website is drshieldsnd.com. And Dr. Shannon Weeks, his website is Dr. Shannon Weeks, like spelled W-E-E-K-S. Uh, and uh, all this information will be on the website. And uh, any, any other way to get in touch with you or... Any last words? The best way to get in touch with us uh, through our through our websites. Yeah, our email addresses are on the website. So if you have any questions, you can always email us. Um, and you can schedule with Dr. Alexis right now directly on her website. Yeah, you just click on the button of me with the baby. You can't miss it. And it'll tell you everything you need to know about making a Skype appointment. Awesome. So get your lab test done. Uh, sit down for an hour with these guys. Figure out, hey... Where's my life taking me? And uh, hopefully that might be out here in Thailand. So, bye guys. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Travel Like a Boss podcast. If you want to hear more, including the bonus, how to choose the perfect niche episode, join our mailing list at travellikeabosspodcast.com. See you next week. And remember, if you want to travel like a boss, you need to be your own boss. So start your online business today and start living the lifestyle you've always dreamed of.